0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we turn our Bibles to the book of Micah. Micah is the sixth minor prophet. When we're done with Micah, we'll have six more minor prophets, and then we're done with the entire Old Testament. Hard to believe that that day is fast approaching. We've been in the Old Testament now for well over a year. Micah is a prophet who is signified not by his father, like Jonah was at the beginning of the book of Jonah, the son of Amittai, but he is signified by the location that he's from. He's from Morasheth, and that's about 22 miles southwest of Jerusalem in the southern kingdom of Israel. Micah is never referred to as... As a prophet, but it's obvious that his power and his message is from the Spirit of the Lord. The name Micah can be translated, who is like Yahweh, a question. And the book concludes with a question that's similar to that, who is a God like you? And obviously these questions are meant to underscore the character, the actions of the Lord. Micah is ministering or prophesying during the reigns of Jotham and Ahaz and Hezekiah, so sometime uh, between probably 750-ish B.C. and 725-ish or later. And this is a, a time when the message to the people of Israel, of course this is before the Assyrian uh, overtaking of the northern kingdom. That happened in 722. And so this is a time when God's message is a message of judgment to the people of Israel who are sinning, who are worshiping false idols. And this is all familiar territory. We've heard these general themes over and over throughout the prophets. He's also going to declare the forgiveness that God offers to those who will turn to him. So chapter 1, verses 1 through 9 say this I'll make some comments then we'll have started the book of Micah the word of the Lord came to Micah of Moresheth in the days of Jotham Ahaz and Hezekiah kings of Judah which he saw concerning Samaria Jerusalem, So those two geographical locations, if you've been with us, should jump out in your minds. You should know that Samaria is the capital of the northern kingdom of Israel, and Jerusalem is the capital of Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel. In other words, these things that uh, the, he's going to share, which the Lord gave him to share, are concerning both the northern and southern kingdom. He says, Hear, you peoples, all of you, pay attention, O earth, all that is in it, and let the Lord God be a witness against you, the Lord from his holy temple. For behold, the Lord is coming out of his place, and will come down and tread upon the high places of the earth, and the mountains will melt under him, and the valleys will split open. The high places, by the way, are literally more than likely geographically high places, the tops of hills, the tops of mountains. A lot of times there were shrines, there were places where idol worship took place, and so he's going to come down and tread on those despicable places. It says, like wax before the fire, he's coming down, like waters poured down a steep place, in verse 4. I love those two images, wax before a fire. You've all seen a candle, and you've seen the The wax just kind of dissipate, disappear, melt as the flame gets close to it. It's uh, a sure thing. It's decisive. It is going to happen. There's no way that the wax stands up against the fire. And this is kind of the imagery that's being conjured up by this language. Also, like water is poured down a steep place. I love that. I mean, um, I'm thinking of a water slide at the water park this summer. It's a steep place, and water is poured down it. What happens to water that's poured down a steep place? It just tumbles down that steep place. It's it's unstoppable. Again, it's it's decisive. There's no stopping it, and that's what the Lord is going to do uh, with ease as He comes down from His place to punish these people. All this is for the transgression of Jacob, verse 5, and for the sins of the house of Israel. What is the transgression of Jacob? Is it not Samaria? And what is the high place of Judah? Is it not Jerusalem? Therefore, I will make Samaria a heap in the open country, a place for planting vineyards, and I will pour down her stones into the valley and uncover her foundations. In other words, Uh, This is going to be a public thing. I'm going to uncover her foundations. Everybody will see what happens. All her carved images shall be beaten into pieces. All her wages shall be burned with fire, and all her idols I will lay waste. For from the fee of a prostitute she gathered them, and to the fee of a prostitute they shall return. For this I will lament... And wail. I will go stripped and naked. I will make lamentation like the jackals and mourning like the ostriches. For her wound is incurable, and it has come to Judah. It has reached the gate of my people to Jerusalem. So, in other words, he's mentioned Samaria in this text. He's mentioned Judah and Jerusalem in this text. This is something that is going to happen to the entire nation of Israel, northern and southern kingdoms, Samaria and Judah. And what we know from history, of course, if this is before 722 BC, which it is, that's before the Assyrians take out the northern kingdom. And if it's before 586 BC, which it's way before that. It's before the Babylonians take out Judah. These are things that we've talked about. We've seen these things coming throughout some of the historical books and through some of the other prophets. Micah is writing on the front end of those uh, punishments, those disasters, God using those nations to punish his people for the sake of turning a remnant around to be faithful to him. When I read this kind of language, it reminds me... I. I think we ought to think this way, that uh, this is an image of our natural condition. This isn't just about these sinful people thousands of years ago who did really bad things. This is really a picture of the human condition. This is a picture of you and me, our rebellion against God in our natural condition. This is the place where we were before we were redeemed. We deserve punishment. We deserve ruin. We deserve the wrath of God, but in his great mercy, and this is where we're marching forward in biblical history toward, instead of those things, God brings Jesus Christ to live the perfect life that no man can live, to die a death that perfectly pays the penalty that is due god for the sin of humanity and after that he rises from the dead so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in christ can have that perfection attributed to them can have the penalty that they deserve to pay mark paid and that's the essence of the gospel and sometimes on the new testament side on the post-resurrection side of these things we kind of take for granted how bad it really was how bad we really were and what we were saved from. And so when we read through Micah, maybe that's one of the ideas that God wants us to remember again.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30 minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts.